0: Jedi Squadron is a podcast run by the Anime Secrets website. Check us out at AnimeSecrets.org for more anime, video game, tokusatsu, and now Star Wars content. Remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts today.
1: Hello, new Padawans, and welcome to the Jedi Squadron podcast. Here, you will be taking lessons in the mini- pieces of the star wars universe whether it be the movies animated series video games comics and etc this is your training into becoming a star wars fan as part of the jedi squadron may your training go well may the force
0: be with you young padawans
1: what's going on star wars nation this is the jedi squadron podcast i am your host nathan desa
0: and i'm rizwan merchant
1: and uh, for our very first uh, recording for the year 2024, uh, we are going to be uh, talking about some big news. Uh, they didn't waste any time in uh, giving us some uh, uh, big news for uh, the future of some Star Wars content. Uh, two big things, both uh, in relation to our favorite uh, creators, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Uh, we now have confirmed... Um, in 2025, I believe it said it was in 2025, uh, there will be a movie, one on the big screen, uh, revolving around our favorite duo, uh, Din Djarin, otherwise known as The Mandalorian, and Grogu. So they're going to be having a movie. And uh, and another one is that uh, after a lot of anticipation, um, you know... Uh, I think we all kind of knew that it was going to happen, especially with how the show ended, but it has been confirmed now. Ahsoka is getting a season two.
0: All I can say, Nathan, is this is the way. It is the way. (laughs) Um, No, seriously, like, if they didn't give us Ahsoka season two, I'd probably, like, fly out to Filoni's house, stand in front of it with a sign saying, give me more Ahsoka's stuff and give me more like content yeah you were given the rank of jedi master you have to do something with it now i'm so i i think it's really awesome we're getting to things right now yes and i need to go ahead i was gonna say there's a lot of implications like what this means for the future but go ahead what were you gonna say
1: um, they're they're kind of implying that like uh, instead of doing a Mandalorian season four, the movie is just going to be the equivalent of season four, and we're not going to see it on Disney Plus. It's going to be released in theaters.
0: So hey, that's better for me. Yeah, I need because to I need to finish Disney season Plus to get expensive. Of oh, Mando. Yeah, Nate, get on that. Yeah, I will. I mean, okay, I have no room to talk because I have not watch the rest of Bad Batch season two yet, but get on that. Come on. It's great. Uh,
1: yeah. But uh, I mean, as far as like, you know, the Mandalorian getting its own movie, I mean, it, you know, I, I mean, all I could say with this, I mean, I, obviously I need to finish season three to get thoughts on it, but I mean, I love season two season two was one of my favorite uh, forms of star Wars content ever. But I mean, as far as this is concerned, I mean, both, Mando and Grogu are great characters, and I'm looking forward to seeing them on the big screen.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, okay, so I've seen all three seasons of Mandalorian, and i got to ask you, as somebody who's only seen the entirety of season one and two, which one did you prefer, one or two? I'm assuming two. Yeah, I did prefer two. Okay. I I kind of think season three exceeds season two
1: okay that's kind of weird because like some people have had issues with season three but uh
0: um i understand the issues to have with it but i personally like the direction we're going with that and so here's why and here's what i'm thinking is going on here this will require some spoilers nate so i'm sorry <laughs> I'll try and keep it as spoiler-free as I can, but there will be slight spoilers here. Okay. So, here are my thoughts on that, Nate. Season 3 ends with Mandalorians under Bo-Katan restarting the Great Fords after fighting off Moff Gideon and his people. And the Mando and Grogu go off on their own to do honest work provided by um, Carson Tiva. Yeah. So... They're off on, like, the outskirts of the Navarro capital. And, um, you know, like, it kind of is implied that the story of Bokatan and the story of Grogu and Din are kind of, like, separate now. Because Bo-Katan's going to be more focused on restoring Mandalore. But the Mando and Grogu are going to be more, like, off in their own world, doing whatever... Mando and Grogu stuff they do. So I think what'll end up happening is we're gonna have a season four uh, equivalent in continuity, but it may not even be named a Mandalorian. It might be like some other name, but it'll pick up where Bo-Katan left off and it'll follow her and the Rise of Mandalore. And then I think the movie is meant to bridge the gap of where Mando and Grogu go after this point in the interim while the events at Ahsoka are going on. And I say all this because Favreau is the one directing the Mando-Grogu movie, but there is still out there looming this Filoni movie that's supposed to be like the unifying thing that brings together Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka. I, I don't know if Skeleton Crew is part of it or not, but definitely I think this is all the precursor to that, and this is their way to kind of reconcile that, okay, now we got two separate stories going here, and we can't keep intersecting Bo-Katan's story with the Mando-Grogu stuff without forcing Mando and Grogu to have a big role in the Mandalore resurrection, which I don't think... Mando and Grogu truly want.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I, yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just hope that the move, like, here's the thing. One of the reasons why I got kind of turned off from season three, and I mean, I was still enjoying it, but I can't help, and I'm going to go into more detail on this when we review Book of Boba Fett, but yeah, I can't help but just feel a little bothered by the fact that they reunited mando and grogu so fast like i mean especially without like I, I was honest to god not just because luke was in that scene but like when din takes off his helmet and like pits farewell to grogu like i was honest to god crying when i watched that like it was Dude, really heartfelt and
0: the the ending of season two i don't know i think i have said this in a previous podcast on this podcast I don't remember anymore, but I'm going to restate it because it's important. When that season two finale was going on and we see this dark cloak figure walking down those halls. All I could think was this better be freaking Luke. And this has to be Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Can this be Luke Skywalker? And I'm like, oh, my God, it is Luke Skywalker. And then, I don't know, it just ended so well. And it opened a door to some interesting possibilities which can still happen in the reverse of what I originally expected. So what I expected was Grogu to go through his training with Luke and get far enough along to be quote-unquote graduated into like a Jedi Knight classification. And then reunite with Mando and learn more Mandalorian customs and kind of implement the two traditions into being his own person. But instead, I think what we're going to end up getting is Grogu embracing the Mandalorian side first and possibly in later life, he'll pick up a lifesaver and do the same thing.
1: I'm hoping that that'll become the case. Uh, Cause I don't know well, if they do that, then I'll forgive <laughs> The, how they kind of did the reunion? Like, I, like I mean, I knew that they were gonna reunite. I kind of prefer. I kind of wish though that they just kept the book of Boba Fett, like focusing on Boba Fett, focusing on Boba Fett, and then have like the entirety of season three revolving around Mando and you know Bo Katan doing their own thing, and then maybe he reunites with Grogu like at the end of season three. Like,
0: yeah,
1: that's honestly how I wish they did that.
0: No, I definitely agree. Like, I like I like Boba Fett a lot, right? But well, I like parts of it a lot, and the parts of it I like are season two point five of Mandalorian. Yeah, but by doing what they did, they really diminished the story of Boba Fett, and that's kind of tragic. Because when you really think about it, he's such a hyped-up character for, like, well over, like, the last 30-something years, maybe 40 years. And people keep, like, saying, oh, well, what about Boba Fett? Because even back then, like, Return of the Jedi, he's just, like, a one-off character with, like, what, two minutes of screen time and people are going crazy about him? Mm -hmm. And they finally give him a chance to have his own story and kind of... Expand on what we kind of got into Clone Wars, get what we kind of knew from the books and all that, and give them like real screen time. But then that's undermined by Mando and Virgo, which again, I like it. I just wish it didn't happen at the expense of Bobo.
1: Yeah. I mean, aside from the Mandalorian and stuff, the only thing that I mean, the, the main reason why I keep a book of Boba Fett and that uh, my permission to exist, uh, and I'll talk more about this is there's there's some cool novelty to seeing cad bane in live action i'll be honest yeah. but uh but yeah i'm but to kind of go back to like what the mandalorian movie is doing that i just hope like i mean if this movie does a good job i i maybe it'll make season three because i was enjoying season three for what it was uh and hopefully when i finish it i'll have the same feelings as you but uh I, I just hope that it can kind of reconcile some of the issues that I have with the sequence of events in the, with the story of the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah. I can't answer if you will or will not. Um, but all I'll say is if you're a person who was looking for more Mandalore content, like the history of Mandalore, and, you know, Restoring the Mandalorians to their proper home, then season three will resonate with you. But if you're more into this stuff because of Mando and Grogu, you might feel a little disappointed in my opinion. Yeah. So it just kind of depends on how you look at it, because I I like the Mandalorian stuff we got in Clone Wars. I thought that was some really fun like history. Mm-hmm. And then of course when Sabine was like in Rebels and then her brief interactions with her family and all that stuff, and the season Mandalore, like all of these different events across Clone Wars and Rebels made me love the Mandalore history a lot. And I wish we had more of it in current canon, but from what you and I were talking about prior to this podcast beginning, I don't think we have a lot to go off of beyond Clone Wars, Rebels, and Mando.
1: I mean, I I know, and again, I don't know when this is going to be uh, released or not but uh th- they are going to be doing I-, I think they've confirmed that they're making a knights of the old republic uh two uh no no a knights of the old republic remake with it yeah. into canon um and, they are and we already know but it's canon because uh the the book that i read shadows of the sith uh specifically mentions darth revan so darth revan is canon so
0: really yeah uh Dude, I didn't know
1: that. Yeah, you remember that um the Sith Eternal that they talk yeah, yeah. about. One of the Sith that they mentioned by name that they worship is Darth Revan. So, Yeah. Revan is canon, so hopefully if they like bring in that video game, like they'll bring in that ancient history of the Mandalorians cuz uh in um like I don't think it would be in the old in the High Republic cuz the High Republic to my knowledge is supposed to take place uh, like 300, 100 to 300 years before the time of the uh, prequels and original trilogy, but...
0: Uh, I thought it was, like, thousands of years prior. Well,
1: that's where the Knights of the Old Republic takes place. The original game was set... Uh, the original game, to my knowledge, was supposed to take place... Uh, it was either 3,000 or 4,000 years prior to A New Hope.
0: My brain so. tells me 3,000...
1: So I mean, maybe if they like do that type of thing, and I don't know everything about the Mandalorian Wars, there might be a comic or something like that. But it's referenced heavily in both the um, both the video games. In fact, one of the playable characters, uh, Candorus Ordo, is a Mandalorian who mm-hmm. he's a, he's a companion of your of your OC that you know you can play as. He you know he has it, and you know he literally runs around only wearing his Mandalorian armor, you literally can't take it off him in uh, the second game. Yeah. So maybe they'll try to bring in that where like the, where like, and maybe they base it off of um, like, maybe their ideology kind of led to, uh, I can't remember what the guy's name is. He's the guy who uh, we see him in Clone Wars, who was opposing uh, Satine's rule. Um, He fought Obi-Wan with the Darksaber in Clone Wars. I can't remember his name, but maybe the like the Mandalorians of the past would like have an influence on like you know those man types of Mandalorians, if it makes sense.
0: Yeah. And see like part of my interest in in this like divergence of Bo-Katan and Mando is that I want Grogu to have some time away from Mandalorian culture to kind of figure out what he really wants, right? Like, on one hand, he is Mandalorian in that uh, he is raised by a din. On the other hand, he has a lot of connection to the Force. And with the Darksaber's demise at the end of Season 3, it um, kind of makes you wonder if Grogu will ever go into quest or a journey to find whatever like black kyber crystal or dark kyber I don't know what it is that they use to make a dark saber I'm assuming it's like a black kyber crystal though yeah and I'm assuming those are exceedingly rare
1: well so I wouldn't mind that just being the whole plot of the Mandalorian movie
0: I mean I'm hoping that's where the Mandalorian movie goes and this leads to Grogu becoming more useful as a character. But of course, I don't think that'll happen because the problem with Grogu, and I don't know how I feel about it, Nate, and this might be slightly off topic, but the progression of Grogu as a character is very limited by the fact that he's still very infantile. Yeah. And there's only so much you can do with him as an infant until he can kind of fend for himself and kind of start being a young adult at least like at least be like a teenager
1: yeah i'm hoping that i mean i i would definitely like to hear grogu talk just uh, i don't know you could get the guy who voices yoda but then have him actually speak in a normal order of how you're supposed to speak
0: (laughs) Dude, that would mess with so many people to see something that looks like Yoda and not talk like Yoda.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I've seen that because to go back to Knights of the Old Republic, there's a a Jedi Master in the original game, Master Vandar. Same species as Yoda. They use the Mm -hmm. exact same actor who voices Yoda, but he talks in the normal cadence order.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Maybe I, I hope that they do that again in the remake. Because to my yeah. knowledge, the remake is going to be almost the exact same story, with a few minor tweaks here
0: and there. Do we know when that's coming out? Because I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure either. I, I mean, all I know is that I, I hope I have a PS5 by the time it comes out because it's because it's supposed to be a PlayStation exclusive, which is ironic because uh-huh. because the uh, original games were Xbox exclusive. So. Um.
0: I have to go buy a PS5. Great. So, anything else you want to go over here? Well,
1: I mean, we should probably talk a little bit about uh, um, about the Ahsoka Season 2, though, because we just spoke a little bit about the Mandalorian
0: stuff. You know what's funny about that? What's that? Is that most of the press I'm seeing about these two announcements more focus is being given to the Mando-Grogu movie than to Ahsoka Season 2, in my opinion. What makes you say that? Um, Just the fact that we have a press release from Star Wars directly, and then a lot of the people I follow on Insta and Twitter have been posting more, like, Mando and Grogu content. They have been Ahsoka. Yeah. So I find it interesting that um they don't, really reference him as much
1: well i mean i'm gonna be honest i'm looking more forward to ahsoka than the yeah. Mandalorian, just because i mean i i mean i get why people like the mandalorian but i just kind of prefer ahsoka just because i mean because because here's the funny thing like i was watching the clone wars like, binging that show before I started watching The Mandalorian. In fact, ironically enough, like, I didn't really watch The Mandalorian that much when it first came out because I wasn't really sure what to think about it. But then when Season 2 came out and, like, there were people ruining, like, oh, it's got live-action Ahsoka. That's when I have That's when I was like, okay, okay, I got to watch it now to see Ahsoka yeah. live-action. So, I mean, Ahsoka is literally the reason why I watch why I watched The Mandalorian, um, and I—I I just have a lot of, you know, I have a huge connection with Ahsoka. Because I mean, even when I like, I didn't, I didn't watch the show religiously when I was a kid. But I remember, I was third I was either thirteen or fourteen when the Clone Wars originally came out, and there was something about Ahsoka that I liked to, I liked quite a bit. So, I mean, since. I've been a teenager, I've had some kind of connection with Ahsoka. So yeah. I'm just always gonna like have something that resonates with me regarding that show. And you guys already know how I feel about that show. It 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 it's not the most amazing thing ever. Like it definitely missed in a lot of places, but when it hits, it hits
0: the circuit TV show?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm not even yeah. and it's definitely not I'm not gonna say when it's good it's good and when it's bad it's horrible. Because when it's bad it's just it's got issues, but I mean I can ignore it. But
0: I mean, the the issues are pretty minimal in my opinion. Yeah. Like yeah, there's a couple of things that I wish they'd done more of, but overall, I mean, I think it hit the beats that it needed to.
1: The the only thing that I'm I'm gonna request for season two is that like I, I get like I first of all it sucks that we didn't get finality with Balin in the last episode before Ray Stevenson died. Um, Dude,
0: I don't know what you're gonna do with that. That's the only thing I'm worried about.
1: I mean, I'll be. I mean, if if I were to suggest something, I mean. There's an actor who I think can... I mean, you could just recast him. Like, the guy... Uh, people have been saying this, and I actually kind of support it. Uh, Lee Schreiber, the guy who plays Sabretooth in the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie. He Dude. looked slightly younger than Ray Stevenson would be. But if you just add some silver to his hair and have him grow his beard out and add some silver to that, I mean, he could pass it off pretty
0: decently. I mean, I would be even okay... I hope they don't do this. So if you're from Lucasfilms and you're listening to this somehow, please do not take this idea and use it because I don't want it to happen, but I think it could happen. Is that they could have an off-screen thing happen to Balin to where he's horribly injured and disfigured and he gets a Vader like esque armor or outfit. That maybe hides his disfigured face or something, so that way you could recast him.
1: I mean, that would be that would be kind of funny because they that that's actually one of the reasons why they had something happen to Luke in the original trilogy. But I'll I'll talk about that later uh,
0: when we get to the uh, original trilogy podcast.
1: Yeah most people who know like the history but, like some of that happened with Mark Hamill after the mm-hmm. original movie they'll know what I'm talking about but I'll save that for when we get to uh the Empire strikes back um but but yeah I mean it me personally I would I mean I think Leif Schreiber is a good actor so I would, yeah. even if I mean I know people don't like X-Men Origins Wolverine I don't either but I think that he played Sabretooth pretty good I think he could do Baewyn's skull pretty... I, I don't know. It's, it's just because Baewyn is such an interesting character, but to just have him be written off and, like, just forgotten, like, uh, Cara Dune, that would just be insulting.
0: I know people don't like that Cara Dune is gone because he got cancelled or whatever, but she was a somewhat significant character in the Mando story, but she wasn't, like, essential and it's very possible that she's kind of wandered off, and is having her own side adventure elsewhere in the universe, right? Like it is, we don't have to see everything that happens to her. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with that.
1: But but that's the only thing I'm gonna say about uh, Ahsoka at what season two. I I I hope that they you know keep Balin. There, because that that's the major thing of course since unfortunately ray stevenson isn't with us anymore uh yeah i and uh, other than that i mean i i'm really frustrated that they didn't do this in season one can we get some more flashbacks and can you please for the love of god have tamora morrison play rex but don't just have him be in his suit take his have him take his damn damn it He do that during the Siege of Mandalore thing. And he was there, because he because he you can hear his voice as Rex. And he's and we've seen him in the book of Boba Fett. He's I I, I know I, I sound like a broken record because I've said this in like almost every podcast, but let me tell you this. He's bald. He can literally play Rex now.
0: Also Yes, he's bald, but he's also the frickin' clone. He's the O.G. clone that started all this crap. Yes. Well, Zango is, but you get the point.
1: Oh, and it doesn't even have to be in a flashback. I mean, you could give him a. I mean, I, I've never seen him with a beard, but like you could like maybe add a beard to him, and he can still play Rex as Rex. Could Dude, be. that's
0: easy. Just give him like either make him grow a beard. If he's incapable of growing a proper beard, I mean, look, Hollywood magic—they can work some magic there and make it happen. All right, not a big deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, and he love, and I mean, he loves doing Star Wars stuff. So, yeah, you know, by the way, I know this is a kind of an unrelated thing, but. Uh, if there's one positive thing that the Book of Boba Fett did for him, he actually said this too, he actually ad-libbed that line like a bantha when he's teaching the uh, the Tusken Raiders how to do it. But that's actually the best thing ever because in the past, every time he's gone to cons and he's signed photos, he has to say the line that Jing- he's had to write the line, I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe, but now people ask him to write like a bantha like a bantha is much more easier to write constantly than saying i'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe yeah yeah that that line that he ad lived is probably the best thing that's ever happened to him
0: can we just like get him at a convention so we can go meet him yeah i totally want to meet him hey ranger stop can you make my life easier and just have all my star wars fan uh actors come there too
1: Yeah, the only Star Wars actor we got was... uh, And even then, she's a Power Rangers actress, too, is uh, Barbara Goodson, because she voiced Mother Talzin.
0: Yeah. But... Very interesting that this lady voices two galactic space witches. Yep, She has a type. I also wouldn't mind
1: at least one flashback. I mean, and this is, you know, assuming that they bring back Hera. Like, I would like to have at least a flashback. So, because we've seen live action Zeb. I, I know I'm not that far, but I mean, it gets bold I mean, live action Zeb is in Mandalorian season three. And then we see pretty much the entire rest of the cast um, in uh, Ahsoka. You know, we've seen Sabine. We've seen live action Ezra. We've seen live action Hera. We've seen live action Chopper. I want to see live action Kanan.
0: Yeah. And I want like a flashback to the, the entire Ghost crew together.
1: And e- either that or have Ahsoka encounter Kanan in the world between worlds, because I feel like the world between worlds would have to play a huge part in the uh, in the next season.
0: Yeah, it does. And so this where gets interesting, right? So continuity wise, we have a lot of things to explore in these next couple of years if Filoni does it the way I hope he does. So we have to kind of break down further the door, the world between worlds, um, understand more about how that place exists, what is it meant for beyond just pulling people through the door to save them from being killed by Darth Vader. Um, we also need to understand the Mortis gods reference at the end of Ahsoka a lot more because that's a huge tease to leave us on. Like, one, why are the Mortis God statues on a different galaxy? Two. Is is it still accurate that Ahsoka's a daughter, Anakin's a son, and maybe Balin or Obi-Wan were the father? I don't know. I don't know who the father is. Yeah. So they have to break out break down all that stuff. Then we gotta see. The Mandalore restoration through to the end. And somehow we gotta connect this all back to the sequel trilogy to make it good. I mean, hopefully Thrawn will play a huge part in that. Oh, yeah, Ninder's Thrawn. I mean, that's a whole nother can of worms that we don't even know how to unpack yet. Because if you read them books, oh my god.
1: I mean, in all honesty, like, I mean, if they start going the route of like the Thrawn trilogy where, uh, where, um, you know, they decide to, like, adapt, like, the... I'm not, I'm talking about the original Legends Thrawn trilogy. Uh, yeah. I mean, if they do that, but, you know, instead of having our OG characters, uh, you know, we... Maybe they could play a little bit of part of it, but, you know, we have Ahsoka, Ezra, Sabine, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I would be perfectly fine with that.
0: Well, the problem with that is... Thrawn reappears in the main canon universe... Prior to the events of the sequel trilogy, so that begs the question of where was he during the events of Ray and all the others? Unless you... which makes me think he's defeated beforehand. Yeah, which would ruin another idea of mine to have Ray and Thrawn have like some kind of back and forth in that Ray movie that's coming out at some point.
1: I don't know. There are some people who are speculating and maybe, you know, with the Mortis, uh, you know, with the Mortis gods, uh, you know, kind of playing a bit, a bit a bigger part. They're trying to imply like some people and granted, these are just theories and this could end up being completely, you know, irrelevant. But like they're hinting that like for this new Ray trilogy or it's either a movie or a trilogy. I don't know. But uh, but um, they want. They want the main antagonist to be Abelof, which yeah. uh Abelof hasn't really been fleshed out in canon, but in the Um and I have I don't have as much knowledge because she comes from the comics, which I didn't read the comics as much, but I do know that like Abelof is this woman who served the equivalent of the Mortis gods in legends, and then she got bathed in uh, you know, energy from the dark side and light side, which turned her into a like a really powerful like creature, strong with the Force. And
0: what's the equivalent of Bindu?
1: Probably even stronger, like more powerful than Bindu.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it. but in the same vein of like how Bindu is extremely powerful.
1: Yeah, someone like that. I need to do a little bit more research on Avaloth, but, I mean, if they go the same route here, I mean, well, first of all, I mean, she is a powerful enough... She's powerful enough to, like, justify being, like, the main villain and mastermind behind a behind a trilogy in Star Wars.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to see. I feel like, you know, that this... All this Felony stuff is not just uh, going to try and fix the sequel trilogy, but it might also be trying to set the stage for Rey to raise new trilogy to come out.
0: Well, if they make a Ray trilogy, you mean. But, but my problem is, I kind of wish that Thrawn didn't escape at the end of season one, because then we could say, okay, Thrawn doesn't come back with Ahsoka and the rest of them for a couple of years, and that'll allow... The Force Order to do its thing, Ray to do her thing, and Kylo Ren to do his thing, and then all that's over. And, oh, look, Thrawn's back. But this, this kind of implies to me that Thrawn has to die or be defeated in some way and put, like, in a prison cell or something prior to the events of the sequel trilogy. I I kinda hope he is killed, because if he's put back in a jail, then it's kind of like a repeat of him going to the other galaxy type thing, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to have a repeat. I wanna have something new happen to him. But I part a lot a big part of me doesn't want him to die. He's such a fantastic character.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see how they handle getting rid of Thrawn or how they ha- how they handle just Thrawn in general
0: yeah I mean I know you haven't read the books yet but that second book man it's very in- interesting to see more of Thrawn's like minded work in written text yeah because that's the thing I like about the book um I don't know if we really hit that home in the first review we did Nate but the thing I love the most about the Thrawn novels is we get an inside look into how Thrawn's brain kind of works.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I've got a taste of that in the first book.
0: Uh, yeah, and it's definitely, it's something I see in the first book, and I think it carries over into the second. Not so if it carries into the third, because I saw it from the second, but yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah,
0: I mean, I'm looking forward to both these projects, honestly. I mean, yeah. I just want like more info on what is the grand plan here like at least tell us like they don't have to tell us um what are the plots going to be but at least tell us in like a chronological order when are all these things set to happen in re- relation to the current milestones we know in history uh most importantly the sequel trilogy yeah because we're building up to the sequel trilogy slowly but surely. And the only data point we have beyond this before is Resistance Whips. None of us have watched. Not even John has watched it. Oh, man. Okay, that's interesting. Well, maybe he's watched it. I got to ask him. But last I talked to him, he hadn't watched it.
1: Well, we're going to be watching it at some point soon.
0: At some point. It'll happen in the next year or two or three
1: was there any other commentary that you wanted to give
0: feloni is the king
1: yeah feloni is the grandmaster yes yes okay well that wraps up us talking about this uh news basically uh ahsoka season two uh, we don't know when it, when season two is going to come out but we can assure you that we'll be on it the minute that it premieres uh and we'll definitely be seeing the
0: mandalorian movie when it comes out in a 2025 next year um it it might be even 2024 depending on how quick the production happens because they say that filming and production begins this year right i think so yeah so the mandalorian gregor will go into production in 2024 as per the starwars.com article
1: okay Okay. That makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, that wraps this up. Uh, just um, a little bit of a, you know, kind of an update for people who are curious about what we're going to be doing. We are going to be doing the original trilogy. We're going to be, um, and then, you know, followed by, you know, the prequels and the Clone Wars related stuff. Um, I do have some uh, novel reviews backlog for you guys and I'll be trying to do some other ones. Unfortunately, my flash drive with the notes that I had for uh some of my novel reviews got fried, but I'm trying to get those fixed up so I can do some more for you guys. Um, And uh, I'm going to be, I've, I'm, I kind of got a little bit behind with uh, reading the princess and the scoundrel. So I might either try, I'm either going to try to restart that, or I might actually start reading the high Republic novels, honestly, because I'm, I keep hearing a lot of good stuff from, uh, about those novels from star Wars explained and uh, his wife. So, I'm just yeah, kind of feel like I'm missing a lot of stuff out on that. Um, by the way, there's my... Yeah,
0: I was interested in that as well, actually, the High Republic stuff.
1: By the way, there's my obligatory mentioning Star Wars Explained in this podcast.
0: Hey, Star Wars Explained, join us one day, please.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, d- I just really look up to Star Wars Explained. He's awesome.
0: He's um, like a content creator. I mean, you have good reason to look up to him. Yeah. And then I will be trying to finish off the Thrawn book. The second one and the first trilogy of the new canon. Um, also, Nate, I promise I'm going to try and beat Fallen Order this year. Cool. So, yeah, because I want to see how that all fits in as well now. Yeah. Um, and I've heard Survivor is fantastic. Yeah, I've been hearing good things about Survivor. So, yeah, we need to get on top of these video games somehow and review them as well and talk about them. Yep.
1: But uh, yeah, so uh, our next big review is going to be on the uh, original trilogy, Movie by Movie. Uh, We hope you guys will join us for that. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe. Uh, If you're not already subscribed, uh, leave a comment down below with anything you'd like for us to cover or any questions, and we'll be sure to uh, answer or address those. Uh, If you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, you can reach out to us on our website, animesecrets.org, where we also do... uh, our animated classified and our Tokyo Secrets podcasts. Uh, you can leave us commentary there. You know, leave us a rating out of uh, five stars on iTunes. Uh, you can check us out on our um, on our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for for Anime Secrets. And that about wraps this up. Once again, we thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to the Jedi Squadron podcast, and we'll see you guys next time when we begin taking a look at this original trilogy. But until that time, You guys stay safe. We all love you, and may the Force be with you.